Welcome to New Covenant Church. You are listening to this week's message with Senior Pastor Chris Valdez. If you have your Bible, go ahead and turn to 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3-5, through 5, and we'll get there in just a moment. Uh, but I want to um, just remind you that this whole series has been on a faith for living. And uh, we've been talking about how our faith should impact every area, every aspect of our life. And the through this series so far, we've looked at praise, uh, how we can praise the Lord in any circumstance. Last week, we looked at peace through prayer, uh, that in any circumstance, we can have the Lord's peace, uh, the Father's peace that guides both our heart and our mind. And today, this morning, we're going to look at thanksgiving and how in any and every circumstance, we can be thankful and give praise and thanksgiving to our Heavenly Father. And First Peter 1, 3 through 5 has been the centerpiece of this series, and, and it's going to continue to do so both this week and next week. Uh, and just read along with me, starting in verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and undefading, kept in heaven for you, who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. We won't read the other scriptures that we looked at the last couple of weeks again, but I do want to remind you uh, what the Bible tells us and uh, in, in regards to, this, to the kingdom being at hand, to this faith of ours being a faith for today and a faith for living. And those are the scriptures that refer to the Holy Spirit dwelling within us, Jesus Christ himself dwelling within us. And Jesus uh, Christ, when he said in John that he came not only to give us life, but life abundantly. There is a hope in this message. The, these aren't future realities. These are present realities. Uh, if Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, we can praise today. We can be thankful today. We can have peace and prayer today. In these last two weeks, we've talked about how this is a hope for today, for our life today, for our faith today. We can praise today. We can pray today. We can have peace today. And this morning, we will dig into how in every circumstance we can be thankful and give thanksgiving to our Heavenly Father. In Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 7, we read, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Last week we looked at this scripture as it was in regard to prayer and God's peace. But this week we're looking at how even in that prayer we're also supposed to go to God with thanksgiving. That our requests would be made known with thanksgiving. And in each of these things that we've been looking at, it's been looking at how our faith affects our day-to-day -day life. That we can have peace in any circumstance. That we can have praise in any circumstance. That we can give God thanks and come to Him in thanksgiving in any circumstance. That our faith, because the Holy Spirit dwells within us, because Jesus Christ dwells within us, we are able to walk through these circumstances, walk through difficult times like the ones we're walking through today, but even much more difficult uh, than what we're walking through today. 
the the Bible is full of the the people, the brothers and sisters in Christ, the part of the body that has gone before us, who have gone through far more than what we're looking at now. And there's scriptures that talk about uh, far worse that's ahead of us because of judgment and what will occur before Christ returns. But what the Bible tells us and assures us over and over and over again is that God will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He is with us in all circumstances, in every situation. And because of that indwelling Christ, in every circumstance, we can praise. In every circumstance, we can pray. In every circumstance, we can be thankful. You know, we looked uh, at a week or so ago about how Jesus had gone away in prayer, and it was in that prayer that he built up the, built up the strength to uh, to go through what the Father had planned for him. And that's one of those things that's key in this time, is that we seek the Lord in prayer and continue to go to him in prayer, that he will give us the strength, give us the peace, give us uh, guard, our heart and our mind against all the things that we encounter because we go to him for those things and know that he is with us. And in, the, in that time, in that prayer, we can come to him with thanksgiving. And you might ask the question, how? How could we come to God in thanksgiving in times like this? How could I come to God uh, with thanksgiving if I've just lost a loved one? How could I come to God uh, with thanksgiving if I just lost my job? And the answer to that is because we have a hope. We have a hope that is uh, unfading. We have a hope that is imperishable. We have a hope that is undefiled. And we have a hope that literally dwells and lives within us through the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ. And none of those circumstances changes that fact. No matter what we go through, God is with us and the Holy Spirit is with us and in us and dwelling in us. And Jesus Christ is dwelling in us. Let's take a look at a, a few more passages on Thanksgiving. The first being First Chronicles 16 verse 34 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord. Why would we give thanks to the Lord? Because he's good. His steadfast love will endure forever. How long will he be good? How long will his steadfast love endure? Is it a good until yesterday? Is it good today? Is it going to be good tomorrow? This scripture promises that his love endures forever. The love of God has no expiration date. Let's come to him with thanksgiving, if for nothing else but to thank him for his steadfast love and his goodness. In Psalm 100 verse 4, we read, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. We literally enter into his presence and his courts with thanksgiving and praise. Give him thanks this morning as you come to worship him. And I just want to encourage you to enter into his praise, enter into his courts with thanksgiving and praise. Colossians chapter 3 verse 17 says, And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Whatever we do, literally everything we do should be able to be done in the name of our Lord Jesus. And if it can't, we shouldn't be doing it. And when we do all things in his name, we will give thanks to God, the Father, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is dwelling in us. 
And Colossians chapter 4 verse 2 says to continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. Continue in prayer, being watchful with thanksgiving. This goes along with last week's message to continue in prayer, being watchful and with thanksgiving. And 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Just in case you were wondering, uh, thanksgiving isn't for just when everything is going right. When you uh, received a promotion or when you received uh, good news, when you found out you were going to be a father or a mother, or when you found out you were going to be uh, receiving your first grandchild, uh, it's not only for when things are going good or as expected or just like you thought they would. Thanksgiving is for every circumstance. The scripture is very clear that we are to give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And I love how clear this scripture makes it. I don't know if you notice those words or not, but this scripture answers a question that many of us ask uh, throughout our lives. And that question is, what is the will of God for my life? What is God's will? And this scripture says the will of God for you in Christ Jesus is that you give God thanks in all circumstances. That is the will of the Heavenly Father for you, to come to Him with thanksgiving in every circumstance. And what that means, what that says, is that we trust Him. We have a peace that's beyond understanding that comes from the Father through the Holy Spirit indwelling in us. We have a peace from the Father that guards our mind because Christ Jesus is indwelling in us. We can go to Him in prayer with all and every anxiety, with every fear, and know that He hears us. We can praise Him in every circumstance. We can give Him thanks in every circumstance. And that's our witness. That's our testimony. And that is the will of the Father for each and every one of us, that we can come to Him in every circumstance and give Him thanks because we have a hope that is eternal, that's undefiled, that will last forever, that nothing can diminish uh, because He has saved us. He's brought us from death to life. And that's our testimony. And no circumstance, no situation can change that. And that's been the point of this entire message, that that we have a faith for our everyday life. We have a faith for living. We have a faith that impacts us in every circumstance, that gives us hope in every circumstance, that gives us peace in every circumstance, because the God of heaven is literally dwelling with us and in us, and he has given us a life that nothing can touch. Death cannot touch us any longer. Uh, death uh, only takes us to him. I love the scripture that says uh, to live is Christ and to die is gain. Either way, we're going to be with him. We have this imperishable, undefiled, unfading inheritance that nothing can touch. The enemy can't touch it. Death can't touch it. We have life in him. The, the last scripture that I want to close with this morning is uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 7 through 18. And this is in the message translation. And I think it just does a beautiful job of summing all this up. It says, starting in verse 7, If you only look at us, you might well miss the brightness. We carry this precious, precious message, Jesus Christ himself, 
around in the unadorned clay pots of our ordinary lives. That's to prevent anyone from confusing God's incomparable power with us. As it is, there's not much chance of that. You know for yourselves that we're not much to look at. We've been surrounded and battered by troubles, but we're not demoralized. We're not sure what to do, but we know that God knows what to do. We've been spiritually terrorized, but God hasn't left our side. We've been thrown down, but we have not been broken. What they did to Jesus, they do to us. Trial and torture, mockery and murder. What Jesus did among them, he does in us. He lives. Our lives are at constant risk for Jesus' sake, which makes Jesus' life all the more evident in us. While we're going through the worst, you're getting in on the best. We're not keeping this quiet, not on your life. Just like the psalmist who wrote, I believed it, so I said it. We say what we believe, and what we believe is that the one who raised up the Master Jesus will just as certainly raise us up with you, alive. Every detail works to your advantage and to God's glory. More and more grace, more and more people, more and more praise. And that word praise is translated in other versions as thanksgiving. We can give God thanksgiving in all of these circumstances. Verse 16, so we're not giving up. How could we? Even though on the outside it often looks like things are falling apart on us, on the inside, where God is making new life, not a day goes by without his unfolding grace. These hard times are small potatoes, and I love this verse, uh, where we are and where we find ourselves today. These hard times are small potatoes compared to the coming good times, the lavish celebration prepared for us. These, there's far more here than meets the eye. The things we see now are here today, but they're going to be gone tomorrow. But the things we can't see now will last forever. Amen, amen, and amen. The things that we see now are temporary. This is all uh, part of the shakeable. You know, we talked uh, weeks ago about uh, the shakeable in the earth and that God was going to be shaking everything, but what was going to remain is the unshakable. And the unshakable is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the solid rock, the foundation that not only do we stand on, but he dwells in us. And that was what this whole passage was talking about, is we have a hidden glory within these earthen clay pots that is uh, the life that God has given us. It's eternal and it's unshakable. And that's why our faith is for this life, that in every circumstance, in every situation, we can praise we can give thanksgiving. We can go to our Father in prayer and know that He hears us and know that He's with us and not fear and not have anxiety and be a living testimony, a living example to everyone that's around us because of this hope, this unfading, undefiled, undiminished hope that's within us. And nothing, nothing, nothing can ever take that away from us and nothing will ever take him off of his throne. 
I hope this word encourages you this morning. I hope that that you can uh, take it by faith and know that just like Jesus said, his kingdom is at hand. It's literally in our presence right now. It's we're we're dwelling in it right now, but it it isn't viewable. It isn't seen the way that we would think it's seen. We can't touch it, but it's with us and it's more real and it's more lasting and it's the only part uh, of us that's eternal. And we can have faith in that and we can trust in that. And if I just want to encourage anyone that's listening to this message this morning, if you've never made that decision, uh, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that you can do that this morning. All you have to do is ask him to be your Lord and Savior and let us know and we will pray with you and we will walk with you in that decision and and uh, disciple you along. And that just means to teach or to, to train you and to give you uh, more information, walk with you as a brother or sister in Christ. Uh, in that new walk and in that new life. Will you bow your head with me as we close in prayer? Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you uh, that your uh, promises are yes and amen, Lord, that everything that you have promised is a yes and amen. Lord, I thank you that you've given us an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading. Lord, I thank you that we have a hope in Jesus Christ Lord, and that uh, nothing can take that hope away, that in every circumstance we can come to you in praise. In every circumstance we can come to you in prayer and know that you're with us. Know that you will never leave us nor forsake us. Know that uh, that we can come and that you will give us your peace in those times. And know that in every circumstance we can come to you in thanksgiving and that that is the will, that's your will for us in Christ Jesus. And we thank you so much for that, Lord. And I come to you right now in the midst of every situation, in the midst of every circumstance that we are all going through right now. And I give you praise. And I thank you because you are good. You are eternally good. You are good today. You were good yesterday. You will be good tomorrow. And you will be good forever, Lord. And we thank you and give you thanks. Not only are you good, but you love us. And your love is going to endure forever. Lord, we give you praise. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's message. 